This is the Find Your Focus podcast with Goals Classroom. We chat with inspiring and creative entrepreneurs to encourage, empower, and equip you to take the next steps in your photography business. We want you to leave each episode with actionable steps so that you can gain confidence, book your calendar, and earn more income with your passion. So grab some coffee or your drink of choice and let's get to it. Hey everyone, I'm Logan Fay and the host of the Find Your Focus podcast with Cole's Classroom. Today I'm talking to Roy Handy, who is a graphic designer from New Orleans and has a strong background in portrait photography and has had work published in Essence Magazine, Beyonce.com, and so much more. Roy is here to talk to us about the importance of passion projects and how to use passion projects to stay inspired long-term. Something that I love about this interview is that Roy tells us his inspiring story about how he got into photography and also why he thinks passion projects are so important. He also tells us about his triple zero project, how he came up with it, and what the sessions looked like. Let's dive into this interview with Roy. Roy, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. So everyone's story about how they got into photography is so different. Can you kind of tell us about how you got into photography? So uh, I went to school actually for graphic design. That's like where my heart and soul um, is, was, however you want to put it. But when I was in school, uh, I think it was like my junior year, I realized that there was like a void that I needed to fill within my work. I needed to learn how to do illustration. I needed to learn how to do photography because I was tired of pulling stock photos online. So I bought a camera and to me, it was just something that was just like, let me play around with this, figure it out, just kind of have some fun with it. And around the time of me just finding an interest within that space, my mom had got like really sick. And um, it was like, the one thing that she knew that I was interested in was photography at the time because parents really don't know what graphic design is. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you do something. you're going to school. That's good enough for me. But photography was something that was like, she could understand it because it's relatable. It's like really personable. So she was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer and was in the hospital for like months. And the one thing that I would do when I would go to the hospital every day is just go sit in the hospital garden and take photos of flowers and birds and everything. And still, I don't know how to use a camera. I'm just picking it up and playing with it. But while she was in the hospital, um, she was buying me equipment that I had really no knowledge of even understanding. It's like, cool, now I got this random (laughs) tungsten light that my mom just got me. But on the backside, it's just like, stop buying me stuff. Take care of yourself. Like, I'm, I'm fine. Don't worry about this right now. We'll worry about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, once she passed away, it was like, it clicked in my head that I needed to take this as serious as she was taking it for me because she believed in me in that space. And to me, it was just a hobby. It was something to do. It was something to have fun with. It was, um, it was just a thing that I just wanted to pick up, but I realized it had become um, a stress reliever for me while she was going through that. So I could have literally something to do to just cope and deal with the time and uh, just have that thing to run to when I can't find the words or speak to anybody about what I'm feeling or if nobody felt like they could relate. Um, So from that point on, from 2014 up until now, everything that I do is just like 
heart and soul wise is like, all right, that's her speaking through me into my work. So that's how I got into it. That's amazing. And to be able to kind of carry a piece of your mom with you as you go on in this photography journey is absolutely amazing. That gives me the chills. <laughs> that is, it really is amazing to, to, you know, have that start that way. I appreciate that. It's like, it's, I think for people, um, a lot of the time we can get like caught up in the weeds of just like working so much to where um, even at times I notice with different companies or clients that reach out to me for work, if my heart isn't into it or if I feel like something is just off, I can't disrespect. It's like a disrespect to her legacy to pick up something just for a paycheck. And it's like, this isn't, it's not resonating with me at all. Like it has to make sense. It, It has to touch so I can be able to touch people with that work. So that's kind of how I look at it. Yeah. So can you tell us about where you are kind of now in your business? Now I'm pretty much, how would I put it? I, it's not like one like specific spot, even to categorize it. I, I freelance, of course. I pick up all types of clients um, from beauty photography, product photography, just anything dealing with like skincare, hair, where else? What else have I done? I've done event photography. Last year, I was on tour with a comedy group called 85 South in, that's based in Atlanta. Toured with them for about six or seven months. Yeah, it's not, I don't know. I haven't boxed myself in other than like, I, I haven't gotten into like wedding photography at all, but I've typically stayed within the space of just doing a lot of studio work and just a variety of clients. So I know our listeners obviously can't see what is behind you, but it is a beautiful wall of portraits. Can you tell us about that project? So um, pretty much the project's name is 000 or hashtag 000. The reasoning or the direction behind that came from the hexadecimal color system within design. So it mixes the two worlds that I pretty much live in, um, design and photography. All of the colors within the hexadecimal color system have their own specific code. And I believe it's six, six number letter combination that you put together to create a, a color. So pretty much with zeros, they equal black. They're, that's the only color that literally allows you to either have one number, six numbers, 10 numbers, and it's still going to equal the same amount, which is probably the most unique of all colors because that's the only one that does that. That uniqueness within that color code is the same uniqueness I brought to this project is the same uniqueness that black culture shows within society. This whole project, this book, everything that I created from this was created from the heart and from my experiences talking to people in my community, women in my community, men in my community, just anything that dealt with the black community and appreciation for what we have as people, whether it's our hair, whether it's our voice, our skin, everything really. And the one thing I wanted to focus on with this book is pretty much just women in their hair journey. You know, what do you like about your hair? What don't you like about your hair? What are the, what is the relationship between you and your hair? How is that carried through your personality in life from just a kid to an adult? How have you grown to love it? 
how are you how are you still growing to love it and in what ways has it shaped you as a person um that's the gist of it I absolutely love that. I was reading through um, like a preview on, I think your website of some of the quotes that are in the book and they're so inspiring of how like these women have related their hair to their personality and how they've overcome things in life and, you know, their, their hair regrows and they, they feel like that kind of goes along with their, just their life in general. So the quotes in the book, can you kind of tell our listeners who haven't seen it what, I guess, is in the book? Pretty much uh, the book is based on the portraits that are taken within the project, which I think it was 38 women all together that pretty much told their story of their hair journey. Quotes were pulled from them from conversations that we had. So just to give like a breakdown of the session that I would have with these different women, they would come to my studio setup and I would tell them to, you know, just feel like that. That's literally just it. Um, it's not about the photo. It's about the feeling that you get from just the, the point of this project. And it wouldn't be something that's framed like, Hey, what's going on? Like, answer these questions and follow this guideline. Like, no, I, I met with people that I knew and people that I didn't know and just had a conversation. Some people came in that day and was like, you know, man, I'm just tired. Like I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm just not feeling well. Some other people came in very joyous and just happy and excited to be working on this. And from that, it was displayed through the photos. Um, that emotion was pulled in there. And the reason I did that, and I didn't want it to feel like a full just like framework when people walked in and just had to do certain things, it was literally because I wanted people to show how much emotion they felt within that space. It was some people that talking to them and it, it got kind of deep. Um, some people, their parents were sick, like really, really sick at the time. And I'm talking to them, just dealing with the experience that I dealt with with my mom that relates back to this project as well. And we connected on that level. Some people came in and just was really just excited to just see me to a certain extent. It's like, hey, what's going on? Like, what's up? <laughs> oh, um, and a lot of people, this was their first time actually shooting photos at all. It wasn't like I handpicked a bunch of models that I knew would come in and effortlessly do it. I wanted to see like that different side of people and show them that different side of themselves that they probably missed that morning checking in the mirror. So the book pretty much shows all of that. A group of women that all came together with one common goal of putting this project together, not even knowing that this was something that was being built the way that it was, the exhibit that I put together for them. And now they walk away with it and say that they're technically published models. They were in an exhibit. They got to speak their mind through something that was such a vulnerable piece for them um, to open up and share with the world. I, I love it. The photos are absolutely stunning. I've seen them on your website. So if you are listening and are wondering, you know, what on earth we're talking about, you have to go see the photos because you can hear him talk about it, but putting the photos to what we're talking about is a whole different experience and definitely one that you want to check out. So um, I know you've done some other, you know, projects that are socially important. Can you kind of give us some insight into maybe one of your favorite projects that you've done? Oh, man. 
Let me think for a second. Um, <laughs> one that I know I recently started within this year, and I know for myself for the past few years, I have been struggling with this for a while, is finding a way to find like black owned businesses. It was mainly on Twitter where if I tweet out something to all of my followers, like, hey, I need X, Y, and Z made by a black owned business, where can I find this? Um, it would just be threads. And I'm like, I'm tired of just looking on Twitter, typing and stuff. Like, let me build something for that. So what I had done was created a website called um, allthings.black. That's literally the domain. And the main thing that I wanted to um, show within this is just the representation of how many creative Black-owned businesses are out there that we can support. With that, it was a little bit of a different angle. It wasn't like I was just making a simple directory. I wanted it to be a directory, but the way I started to give back was allowing uh, Black-owned businesses to reach out to me and they wanted to have their product placed on the homepage, then I would get their information and know what the product is, how it works, whatever it may be. It could be hair products, skincare products, food products. It could be local businesses that I just kind of drive up on and talk to the owners and get to know a little bit, little bit better. But they would send in their product and I would take product photos for them so they could use whether they want to use it in press, something that's digital or print. And I would put it on the, the homepage of the website for people to click into their website to go shop with them, which gave them a platform. It's like, I want to use myself and my platform that I built, however it was, and be able to give back to people who didn't have that big of a platform to, you know, get that representation. And a lot of the people that I met within that walk, is just like, they were so appreciative. They were like trying to pay me. And I'm like, I don't want anything. I, I literally don't want anything. Send me the product. I'll get you the photos back within like 24 to 48 hours. Mm -hmm. Do as you will with it. And I'm, I'll guarantee you that you'll get attention from this because I want to see all of us win and not just hold that like, Oh, you made this website. Like you're like the greatest. Like, no, I don't want, I don't even want people to know I did it at the time. Mm -hmm. So it's like, this is for y'all. Like this is for all of us. It's not just something that I, did for myself. Mm -hmm. That's amazing, especially with this crazy year of everything that has happened in 2020. Um, I love that you're doing that. And I think it is extremely important. So I will have that link in our show notes. So make sure that you go check that out. I love that you have put that together. I think um, in this crazy year of 2020, with everything the entire world has been through, it's so important to create meaningful projects like that, that can really have an impact on, um, you know, that small business owner's life. So right. being able to use your platform for good and do something good for small business owners, we all know how hard it is to be a small business owner and really be successful. So I just think that is absolutely amazing that you've done that. It's kind of like my goal in life to inspire and uplift people. There's so many different opportunities out here there's so many different things that you know we can be doing to help each other i've always looked at life this way of just you know giving back art is my way of giving back art is my way of just pushing back into the world and showing people that you know whatever is being felt right now this is me putting myself into a piece and 
taking whatever's in my mind and showing you exactly what it is through photography, through design, through painting, illustrating, however I can through music. And then just giving that to people and showing them like, hey, this is a whole nother side of the world that I'm allowing you to enter. And not even like, it's like a privilege to see what I'm doing type thing. It's just, I, I wanna be able to give people, you know, beautiful things in ways that they probably have never imagined. And that being something that's more beneficial to people that have a business, it's like, let me put my art and my heart and my soul into something that I understand can help you just in general, help your family, help whatever it is around you. Cause it may be people that's having a hard time within this year. I'm not saying that I'm not, but the way that I get through it is by creating. Yeah. You are just like a, an all around amazing human being. <laughs> you truly are. I, I am loving, um, I'm loving all of this. It truly is amazing to talk to someone who you can tell their heart and soul goes into everything that they do. So talking about kind of passion projects, do you think it's important? I feel like passion projects are something that photographers kind of put to the wayside or don't even think about. Do you think it is important for photographers to do passion projects of sorts? Absolutely. The reason I even say that is because you don't want to get tied into the work so much that you lose focus in the reason on why you got into it in the first place. I get it. We have bills. <laughs> As people, we have things to pay for. We have responsibilities and those things matter. But the same way you can schedule out how you're going to pay a bill the same way you schedule out meetings with different clients, the same way you can schedule a photo shoot and be there on time and leave on time because your time is worth it and that time is valuable. You have to take that time and create that space for yourself as well. Because if you don't, you will literally forget why you got into this space. And after a while, you won't even like it anymore. Mm -hmm. I was literally just having this conversation with my girlfriend and she was telling me that she said something about retiring at a certain age. And I'm like, I probably will never retire. Like I won't. And it's not because I need the money. It's just, I wake up every day and I have a privilege to be able to create mm -hmm. like that. That in itself helps me unlock different pieces of myself to give to the world in a way that I just feel is necessary. I don't care if I'm 65 in a wheelchair. I'm probably going to be drawing in that wheelchair. I'm probably still going to have a camera on me. I'm still going to be hip to the things that I need to be hip to within the industry that I'm in. And that's just that. I mean, you have to have a, like I'm, I'm saying this with, you know, to anybody who's listening with the utmost respect, I understand that we get tied into work, but you have to have passion projects to keep you sane. Mm -hmm. like it's, it's necessary. I'm sure somebody's even listening saying, well, you probably don't. No, I'm, I'm telling you, you, <laughs> you definitely do. Whatever craft you're in, and that's not just photography. Mm -hmm. um, if you're an artist in general, you get so many like clients on a regular to where you're doing work that somebody else is telling you to do. Mm -hmm. You need that space to just go create without somebody telling you this is supposed to be like this. And with that, that helps you just, you know, decompress whatever you're feeling. If you're feeling low, put it in a piece, but don't like, you don't have to put it in a piece and go sell it. You just 
Go create for you because you told yourself to get up and go make this. We need that space to be able to do that and wind down. Otherwise, we're going to burn up. Mm-hmm. And when you do take that time to you know, find something that you're passionate about, you end up with something beautiful like you have created with the Triple Zero Project. Exactly. So it clearly is worth it to you know, find your passion and what, whatever it might be with photography and kind of run with it. Right, exactly. So if our listeners want to find you on social media, where can they find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at old underscore Orleans. It's like New Orleans, but old Orleans. So old, O-L-D underscore O-R-L-E-A-N-S on Twitter and Instagram. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me once again. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Find Your Focus podcast with Cole's Classroom. I hope that you got some great takeaways from this episode that you can apply to your business. Make sure to visit colesclassroom.com backslash podcast for the show notes and any links that we talked about during this episode. If you like this episode, head over to iTunes and tap that five-star button and leave us a review.